0: Welcome into the Inside the Eyeball Podcast. Eric Evenson, Art Carmody, with you guys as always. Uh, great show coming up today. Kind of a more uh, lighthearted. We're not going to ask Art about all of his uh, bad experiences with the draft. You know, my and, failures. Yeah, your <laughs> failures with the NFL draft. Uh, good guest coming on, Kevin Falk. Uh, love love f- Kevin Falk. Former NFL. Uh, well, yeah, former former NFL player, former LSU player, played twice in the Independence Bowl. He got hurt one year, but. Uh, had a great performance in 1995, and then obviously won uh, won a few Super Bowls with the Patriots and uh, had a great NFL career. So good talk with Kevin Falk. We'll hear that in a little bit. Um, but we wanted to keep it a little bit fun, a little bit lighthearted uh, with Art and I today. So uh, in memory of Kevin Falk, who had uh, still the greatest rushing performance in Independence Bowl history in 1995 against Michigan State. Uh, his uh, all-purpose yards record was broken in 2018. Art, uh, but in honor of Kevin, we want to uh, talk about some of the greatest performances in Independence Bowl history. Art has a few. Uh, one that I don't literally—I don't think anybody could guess this one. <laughs> the the w- we did a little bit of research. Uh, Art remembered one performance. What,
1: that, let me let me, t- let me back this up. I remember a—I don't remember his name, but I just remembered a guy. And and we sat here for five minutes yep. trying to figure it out, and then I I figured it out, and it was a good performance, yep. not one that you would think about, but we'll get to that. And yep. it's also it's not like the greatest performance. This is just Art Carmody's
0: Well, I think it's one five of five
1: performances that I've seen, yeah, in person.
0: But it's a it's a performance that, like I said, no one would think about. You know, everybody thinks about uh, you know Daniel Jones breaking bunch of records, uh, uh, Kevin Falk. Uh, Eli Manning had a great performance. Josh Heupel, uh, you know, a lot of great names have come through here and had really good games. But this is a good one. I'm, I'm excited to do, uh, to, uh, to hear to for you to talk about it, Art. Uh, and then we're also going to talk about the uh, NCAA video game, which is going to come back in uh, 2023. Which we're excited a year for- from now. Yeah, a year from now, we're excited for it. Uh, but hopefully, they don't mess it up. Anyway, all right, Art, let's get into it. Like I said, Kevin Falk, uh, great performance, 234 yards rushing in 1995. Uh, like I said, his all-purpose yards record held from 95 until 2018, so 23 years. Did I do that math correctly? Uh, I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, what he said. yeah. 23 years. Uh was broken by T.J. Ramming of uh, Duke. In 2018, but anyway, all right, start naming your uh, your performances.
1: Yeah, uh, no particular order, and these are just performances. When Can you I save
0: was, the the, the, our, the one yeah, we be had for last? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that would yeah. be the save last for one last I do. I do.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, the the first performance is 1996. I've met, talked about this game before in the past. A young Damian Craig, yep. quarterback at Auburn, uh, he was fantastic, um, offensive player of the game uh, in a. Narrow victory, um, 32-29 over Army. He was all over the place, uh, running the ball, throwing the ball, and I just remember watching him thinking he was absolutely incredible, and he was young, and I also looked for. I, I watched him in years, subsequent years, playing for Auburn. Um, he had a, he had another memorable game. I think he beat LSU in 98 uh, down in Death Valley. Uh, so a great performance by him. The, uh, the next year was obviously the Rondell Mealy year. Uh, by the way,
0: you – Talked about uh you didn't want to name defensive players, uh because you only pay attention to offense and special teams. Yes. Uh takio Spikes had uh like I, I, I'm pretty sure he had like fifteen tackles in that independence bowl. I'm trying to confirm. Uh but he had like a, a million tackles in that independence bowl.
1: Yeah, but I'm not I'm not paying attention to defense. And That's it. when I was getting a hot dog uh getting peanut M&Ms or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry, keep going.
1: No problem. Next year, uh, it was cold as could be that night, LSU-Notre Dame, 97. Obviously, everybody remembers Rondell Mealy. I actually was a big fan of Abram Booty, the wide receiver. Okay. And, you know, people forget he was one of the top coveted high school wide receivers in the country. Everybody wanted him. Um, you know, Hal mummy Kentucky wanted him. Notre Dame wanted him. LSU wanted him. Uh, he chose LSU, it was his homecoming. He had a great performance. He had a, a one or two touchdowns in that game. But I remember the aftermath was that, you know, he's gonna he's gonna make the next step. Like he's gonna be, you know, the, the next great LSU wide receiver. And obviously yeah. that didn't happen. Coaching changes um, came in, and didn't throw the ball as much. But that was a great performance. Ronda Miller, everybody remembers that one. Then uh skipping to ninety nine, Josh Hypel yeah, I was left-handed quarterback briefly before I Let's realized say, I, I was not. A kicker. I was yeah. Well, I became a kicker because I wasn't that good of a quarterback. But mm-hmm. I was left-handed. I remember watching Josh Heupel that fall against Notre Dame in a huge back-and-forth game. I don't know if they if they won or lost that one, but they were getting on the map. Yeah, uh, that was Stoops' first year, right? Yeah, yeah. And so no, they uh, won the national championship. Yeah, the next, next year, year, right? Yeah. But he came to uh, Shreveport, Those uh. Uh, red uniforms. He was electric. Uh, you know, left-handed throwing the ball. So that was an awesome performance. I remember that one. Obviously, I remember Eli Manning. That was huge. Yeah. You know, uh, that was a fun afternoon. It was really, you know, perfect weather. Having uh, you know the, all the Nebraska fans in town, having the Ole Miss contingent here, and watching Eli Manning uh, put on a show uh, was was a lot of you know a lot of fun. And then obviously you know, the next year in two thousand three, he has them. You know, in the battle for the SEC West and, um, you know, finalist for the Heisman, uh, that was great. But uh, my freshman year at Louisville was 2003, okay. and we had played in the GMA C Bowl. that, I guess, December like 18th, 17th, when Ben Roethlisberger threw for 794 yards and 42 touchdowns against us and just absolutely <laughs> eviscerated us uh, that night. And you could tell he was going to go on to bigger and better things, uh, obviously, that he did with the Steelers. But I sat through a whole fall of uh, special teams meetings, and so I was watching, you know, punt block, punt return, kickoff return, kickoff coverage, punt coverage, field goal, PAT, field goal block, and just sat there. So I knew a lot about special teams just from sitting in all those meetings. And so I'm back home, you know, after the GMAC Bowl. Obviously, family is a longtime supporters of the Independence Bowl. I look forward to going to it every year. So. My dad and, uh, my brothers um and myself would go out to watch Arkansas and uh, who are they playing? Arkansas. Uh, they were playing Missouri. Yeah, Arkansas, Missouri. Obviously, Matt Jones and Brad Smith, two yeah. names you'd think that I would bring up. But there was a wide receiver, lowly wide receiver, from Camden, Arkansas that I remember to this day. The
0: the funniest part is you didn't remember his name or anything, but you remembered you are like this wide receiver from Camden, Arkansas.
1: Yeah, I just remember he was everywhere. And so Eric (laughs) and I were sitting here trying to figure out, we were looking at the the media guide for the ball. He's not mentioned anywhere in there. And I'm like, he I, should be. I'm
0: about to make an update to that.
1: Yeah, and so I was like, pull up the roster. I was like, just start reading me the name. So Eric's literally going down the roster, and I was like, I'm pretty sure. We, what, at first I was like, I think maybe he was on defense. And so you're reading the defensive players, and I was like, that's none of them. And I was like, well, maybe he's a wide receiver, and to just on special teams because we have a lot of wide yeah. receivers play special teams. So you read, you're read, you reading the names, and you're like, uh, Tom Crowder. And I was like, <laughs> that's it. That's the name. Number and, 38. Uh, number 38. And, uh, and Eric's looking up his stats, and he's like, he didn't do anything. And I was like, I'm, no, I'm I'm 100% I remember I remember this guy just being all over the place. And so I pull up the uh, the write up from ESPN about the game. He intercepted a fake field goal. Yep. Awesome on both teams and he blocked a punt. So like you're like, you know, I do I know the ball doesn't have special teams MVP, but if there was, we, yeah, we should have. He yeah. would have actually he might not have been because Arkansas's kicker kicked four field goals that game. Okay, yeah. Palisaro. I remember that too. Uh but he was everywhere, and I just distinctly remember, like, who's this guy from Cameron Arkansas, that nobody's heard about? <laughs> He's all over the place. He was making tackles. He was, you know, intercepting. should have been the player of the runs. game. Yeah, so he was fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, great memories at the Independence Bowl. Obviously, you know, you remember the big names, you know. Um, obviously, you know, Heupel, you know, went on to do great things in 2000, but in 99, he wasn't really. I mean, he was just, yep. he was just the quarterback taking over um, this, you know, Mike Leach and uh, Bob Stoops coach yeah. offense and was lighting it up yeah um you know eli manning obviously everybody knew about him he didn't you know didn't really explode onto the scene until 2003 yeah i mean uh, that was so, it's
0: kind of the it was the next step for both of those guys of you know they played here and then kind of damien te-
1: damien craig i know yeah. he didn't go to on the nfl career but like he had a great performance independence bowl was you know part of some really good auburn teams in you know 97 98 yeah um Obviously, Tom Crowder didn't go really on to do anything afterwards. But that was his senior year. Yeah, but you know, hey, he left it all on the field.
0: I, I'm gonna blame that on may, maybe there wasn't enough uh, NFL scouts in the building that game. You know, if Bill Belichick was here, oh yeah, Crowder's on special teams. For the yeah, Pats Crowder's for making like a roster. Years. yeah, <laughs>
1: he's making a roster for yeah. sure. But uh, no, you never know who you're gonna see. Yeah, he's um, the Matthew
0: Slater of the. Uh, of the Pats in the early two thousands, if uh, That's right. if Belichick's in in in, in an independent Stadium in uh, uh, two thousand one, two thousand three, two thousand three. So 2003. yeah, you, you never know.
1: Uh, you never know who you're gonna see. In the Independence yeah. Bowl. Never just, know. I mean, it's like you know, that was. That, I mean, even my first. Uh, you that know, was nineteen years ago, and I I re- couldn't remember his name, but I remember the one guy from Arkansas that was all over the place. Yeah, uh,
0: my first, th- my you know, my first three bowls I've seen Daniel Jones. Break all these records with TJ Roming from uh, from Duke. I mean, they uh, they basically rewrote the offensive record or the passing record book for the Independence Bowl two thousand eighteen. Uh, last year, in the in the rain and the wind, uh, you have Algier and uh, um, I'm blanking on the uh, running back from uh, from UAB. That uh, I mean. They're 4th and 5th or 3rd and 4th on the Independence Bowl rushing, uh, uh, rushing leaderboard now. So uh, Dwayne McBride, sorry. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so y- you never know who you're going to see. The year before, you get to see a billion punts. Yeah, I caught a punt yeah. on the sidelines. Yeah, Lou and Headley had, he had yeah. 10 punts or 9 no, punts. My, Kid you, from Tech had Miami 9 punts. Miami didn't
1: cross midfield. Like, they maybe crossed it
0: once. I mean, I remember yeah, that Yeah, and then I think they threw a pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first shutout in Independence Bowl yeah. history. You, know, you never never know what you're going to see. Uh, I'll tell you what you're never going to see, Art, is mountains. Like in uh, the old uh, <laughs> NCAA video game when you go play at Independence Stadium, there's mountains in the background. Uh, We tease. We're going to talk about the video game. It's exciting. Yeah, I mean, as it, long it, as they don't bring the Ma- – as long as it's not the Madden franchise that makes with me college nervous. uniforms on that it. That
1: makes me really nervous about the game. Also, it, it – I mean how how bad is your dynasty that like your team that you've taken over is playing in the independence bowl?
0: Well, you know, uh I took over Wyoming uh one year during COVID and uh we're building up the roster, went seven and five and made it to the independence bowl. Well you
1: gotta build a fence around the state of Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. You let those elite <laughs> prospects get out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh no, I've been to the independence bowl a couple times. Uh, there are
1: mountains in the game that yeah is true. There, there's
0: mountains behind Independence stadium it doesn't look like Independence Stadium other than the paint on the field yeah uh, also we uh you know since I've been with the Independence Bowl, I've played a couple times just uh, exhibition games played a couple mascot mashups in Independence <laughs> Stadium you know uh But the the new game could be sweet. I mean, I think there's a lot more they can do with, like, the stadiums, like, the whole, like, atmosphere. Like, you can do a lot more of, like, that kind of stuff just because of the advancement in the technology of video games. They can make it, like, really cool with the pageantry and all that thing with college football. Ooh, they could, uh, in your uh, uh, road to whatever. Road to the Heisman? Yeah, road to the Heisman.
1: Road to the. You
0: can get an NIL uh, deals now. Yeah,
1: I there's so much there's so much anticipation for this game that I I just ha, I feel that it's gonna, be, gonna be a letdown. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be underwhelming. Now I I did read and I'm sure we were talking about this because it was in the it was in the news. Um, uh, we're recording this on June 22nd. Yes. And so last week it was in the I think a, a writer had done a Freedom of Information Act request. FOIA, is that the right word for that? Sure. FOIA requests for uh, the communication between, I think, some of the universities and uh, electronics, arts, media, which is produce, you know making yeah. the game long time. EA Sports it's in the game, it's in the game. Uh, of what all they're trying to get from the schools in order to incorporate into the game, which was yeah. pretty exciting because they're asking for, like, chants uh that are said during the uh the game songs that are played during oh, yeah, the game the, the, the best
0: uh, yeah the best ncaa game is when you're just at the loading screen it's playing all the different fight yeah, songs yeah.
1: yeah getting all that they're um so they're they're asking the right questions yeah which, ha- which is good and they're like uniforms and like another th- cool thing was like helmet stickers that like they'll progress yeah. throughout the year making sure that's accurate um a lot of the a lot of the small things that, that we love about college football, they're trying to incorporate. Yeah. But I'm with you. They need to not copy the Madden gameplay. Yeah, because the game,
0: the Madden gameplay is terrible. Yeah. Like it's slow. It's like very not realistic. Yeah, very computerized. Like just bring me the old college college football gameplay with updated graphics. Yes. Just better. Give graphics. me those playbooks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all that's all I want.
1: Um How are they gonna do the play the play? Like the bowls and the playoff, that'll be interesting.
0: That will be interesting, like because yeah, we haven't we haven't had a video game since it was the BCS era.
1: Yeah, uh, how are you gonna get a? How are you gonna get a group of five? That's the fun part. Is you you uh you take over Wyoming? Yeah, yeah I won the you, national championship. Yeah, you take over yeah. Wyoming. You build a fence around the state. You don't let those. Josh four Allen or five got cars... hurt.
0: Uh, you know back then it was, that was I was using the rosters, updated him, and you know Josh Allen was on the roster. He got hurt. Yeah, uh, the conference championship game. Yeah, you back quarterback came in.
1: You turn Laramie into the yeah. toughest place in the country to go play. Yeah, was, Nobody goes yeah. in there and pushes the Cowboys around. Nope. And you bring them to you know you see them creep up the, the BCS computer rankings. Oh yeah. How are they calculated? We don't know. Yeah. But you see them climb up there, and then you got a powerhouse on your hands. Yep. And then the big schools come and the, calling, you know, the, yeah. and you have to take over another job. And then you got to deal with the, the the fans that are mad that you left the program that you built up. But yeah. that's part of the game. How are they gonna incorporate the playoff and the group of five and the recruiting the thing will be alignment. interesting
0: too. Like I'm you know, it'll be interesting to see how they yeah. Because yeah,
1: remember you like I remember in the game you'd offer like what would your what would your pitch be? And it was like playing time. Yeah, playing time. Team but, prestige. Yeah. Um
0: your uh, uh location, location, yeah, yeah, proximity to home, proximity. To <laughs> proximity to
1: home. <laughs> like what? Are, what are the new ones gonna be? Because obviously nil, Louisville's yeah. in the news for all their they're killing it in recruiting right now, yeah. pulling all these four and five stars from California and yeah. Texas. I think we got the number one re- running back recruit in the country. Yeah, beat Nick Saban for him. I don't know if that's true, but I'm just saying, beat Nick Saban for him. Technique. Probably dumb. beat Jimbo. Probably beat Nick Saban. Yeah. So we had little had a big recruiting weekend this past weekend.
0: All that Papa John's money.
1: Uh, no, he's, he's
0: no longer. No, he's uh, okay. No, he's yeah. he's yeah. not involved anymore. Okay. We took his
1: name off the stadium. Uh, but we had all these recruits. <laughs> I laughed at it because I'm like, it's obviously working. They had all these like Lamborghinis, Rolls <laughs> Royces, Bentleys, like on the field yeah Papa John or at Cardinal Stadium yeah no longer Papa John <laughs> no longer <Papa laughs> Stadium. cardinal Stadium they had them take they had the players taken to like private plane to yeah. like shoot video at a private plane and it's it's working yeah and obviously you know Louisville with Nil and I, I were changing the subject but they are the only professional team they are the only like sports team in town and yeah. there's a lot of you know brands and a lot of money in Louisville yeah. So obviously, there are going to be opportunities for student athletes. But yeah, how is that going to work in the video game? Like, how are you going to recruit? Like, yeah, like, do you NIL deal. Like, how are you going to have a budget of NIL? Yeah. And you have to allocate towards a player? Like, I'll be for really example, intrigued when, to see how that works.
0: And when you're doing, like, the road to Heisman, like, you're choosing a school, like, based off of, like, okay, you know, this school or, you know, even if schools don't offer you a scholarship. It's like, okay, I can go there and be second on the depth chart. Like yes. now, what else am I getting? Like, Correct. Yeah, am I getting? Uh, so I mean,
1: like I said before, EA Sports says if it's in the game, it's in the game. And right now, there's a lot of stuff in college football that we need to make sure it's in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, we'll uh, we'll have to uh, revisit this next year, and uh, once we both get our hands on the video game, and uh, we can critique it. Yeah. On, uh, that'll be probably episode 19 of the Inside the Eyeball podcast next year.
1: That's right. I'm just trying to think what school I want to pick for my dynasty.
0: Oh, I always like bringing – like I used to always pick SMU, bring them Hawaii. back to prominence. Yeah, Hawaii. Uh, I wonder if they have the new Hawaii State. I wonder if you got to play like in the high school stadium right now and then 24, <laughs> 25. The yeah, like you, you know you get to go into the stadium. Uh, I mean in
1: the custom schedules I'm not I'm not I'm not scheduling at Hawaii cuz that's just a guaranteed loss. Yeah, that's that's uh, tough. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, body but, clock. That's a body clock game. Yeah,
0: I always like going with the schools you like bring bring them back to prominence.
1: Yeah. Or an upstart. Like Wyoming's a good one. That's a great choice, by yeah, the
0: way. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Well, I saw they had Josh Allen on their like roster. Washington State. Yeah, Washington State um Idaho? No, they're not. They're they're FCS. They're now. FCS. Are they gonna have FCS teams on there? That's the other thing. Or Are yeah. they gonna have to play like Southwest, Southwest FCA- directional? Yeah, FCS. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know we talk,
1: and this is a plug for um, Eyeball Weekly, which will be making its return last uh, week of August, first yep. week of September. But we do we always have a recruiting show where we bring in a recruiting analyst yeah. that we have some contacts. You and I both have some contacts uh in the recruiting world yeah. and we ask for these, you know, diamonds in the rough. Like where where are these under recruited schools that are like pipelines to some of these schools like in the Pacific Northwest and like the Midwest yeah. and all that stuff? And Portland State, they've pulled a lot of guys from the from the state of Washington. Is that you're they've be beaten, yeah, they've beaten like Boise State and Washington for some of these players that have gone to Portland State. Now, have they panned out? Not sure. Jury's still out on that. But that's a school that I may Not take a sure promise. Get paid them into to Portland State Get them football. into the Pac twelve.
0: Get get some wins. Yeah. Get them. Yeah, yeah. custom conferences. Yes. Yeah. Get yeah. them in. Bring, yeah. them, in. Bring yeah. them in. They
1: want to play with the big boys. Yeah.
0: Make it happen. Uh, well, it's gonna be fun. So I'm excited for that to uh, the news to come out about that getting revamped. It should be here 2023. We're we're excited about it. Uh Art, let's throw it to uh, Kevin Falk here. Great interview. Talked about the Independence Bowl, but then also, you know, his career, LSU, uh, the Patriots, what he's doing now, being able to get into coaching world a little bit too. So, uh, great talk with Kevin Falk, one of the uh, all-time performances in the Independence Bowl. So, let's kick it to him. Joining us now on the Inside the Eyeball podcast is Kevin Falk, College Football Hall of Fame, class of 2022, two-time Independence Bowl participant, uh, the overall leader in individual yards in an Independence Bowl, first-team All-American in 96, three-time All-SEC, three-time Super Bowl champion, and a member of the New England Patriots Hall of Fame. Kevin, thank you for joining me.
2: Uh, Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely,
0: and uh, just want to get started uh, going back to your your college days or even your high school days. You grew up uh, down in South Louisiana, two-time player of the year, 5A, at the 5A class, uh, as well as an All-American. Did you always want to go to LSU to play football? Was that always the plan?
2: (laughs) It's funny you ask that question because we had a conversation. Me and another person had a conversation a couple of days ago. No, it wasn't. Um, Middle school – I, I really watched a lot of Notre Dame football, and it, and it wasn't only until I started getting recruited that I actually really started watching LSU and started going to games and everything.
0: Really? Okay. So, uh, how would that uh, how that recruiting process go? Did you, you know? Were you? Get, I'm sure you were getting calls from schools all over. Uh, how did you end up getting that? Uh, you know, finally end up choosing LSU.
2: Well, like anything else that that has happened in my life, is always. Uh, family has been a part of my decision and making and making that decision and that that didn't that was the same thing with that one as well. Um I, I I was like anyone else, I had five visits I took. Uh at the end of my five visits it was down to two schools, Florida and uh L S U and I got back from my Florida visit and my wife now, who was my girlfriend at the time, had our first, I had our little girl. Um and like I say, family means everything to me. And I couldn't leave my, my little girl or take her away from family.
0: That's awesome. And uh, I mentioned you played in two Independence Bowl, 95 Your performance, one of the best in Independence Bowl history. Uh, unfortunately, only limited to a few carries in 97 because of an injury. But uh, what do you remember about those games against Michigan State and Notre Dame?
2: <laughs> I, I, I knew you were going to ask me some sort of question like that. <laughs> it was cold. It was cold. Uh compare and and it's crazy people like it was the same temperature where you're from compared to up there no it was not it was very cold it was colder up there than it was in Lafayette Louisiana (laughs) Uh, those
0: bowl trips and then you know to Shreveport and then also uh, you know to the Sugar Bowl and other places what what do you remember what are those memories you have uh, of those bowl games while you were at LSU
2: uh, just the extended team camaraderie. Uh, you get extra time to, you know, practice with your guys, and enjoy you guys, and, um, and visit different cities, visit different venues.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, looking over, you know, overall at your uh, your time at LSU, a lot of great memories. Uh, what, uh, what are some of those games, those favorite games? I'm sure you have some from Tiger Stadium that you remember and that still stick out to you to this day.
2: Well, uh, the Independence Bowl is definitely one of the games that sticks out to me because it was my freshman year, and I actually had a pretty good game that game. Um, and then, you know, a lot of other games, especially the ninety seven game against Florida when we beat them, That's definitely going to be in uh, everybody's mind for, ver- for forever, really. Uh, and and, and it just just those memorable games against those different teams, your Alabamas at home, um, even though a lot of times we didn't fare too well against Alabama at home, it was always right versa winning the game. But that just goes to show you the competitiveness and the competitive nature of the guys playing at that time.
0: Yeah, and uh, can, uh, I want to congratulate you on uh, being a part of the 2022 College Football Hall of Fame class. Uh, how did you learn about that news, and what was your reaction? Uh, you know, I'm sure it was such a special moment to uh, learn that you're being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame.
2: Uh, I learned about it through uh, like FedEx mail and a. Uh, Crazy because I'm like, hold up! I never really <laughs> ordered anything, you know. <laughs> Nowadays, you you get Amazon or anything, you know, just anything. Yep. So I'm like, I never ordered nothing, so I don't know what that is. My my wife might have ordered something and put in my name. So I'm like, let me just check it out. <laughs> and then I'm reading, I'm like, hold up! Congratulations! Sir. Whoa! Wait a minute! Wow! Okay. And in the letter, it just you know, we well, know you're going to tell your media family. But please try to hold off on telling, you know, other people and everything. And me, I took it like, you know what, I'm just going to hold off on telling everybody because I know me. If I tell somebody, my immediate family, I'm going to tell somebody else. So I'm like, I'm not going to tell nobody. And I kind of waited a whole week or so before then. like when they announced it, and I told my wife, she was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me.
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's 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 awesome. Uh and then, you know, I want to move on and talk about your NFL career, played the whole your whole career with the Patriots. Uh won three Super Bowls. Looking back at your pro career, um, how special was it to play for that organization and be a, a huge part of that, you know, one of the greatest dynasties, if not the greatest dynasty in uh, NFL history.
2: Uh, very special. Um, just to have the opportunity to play with such wonderful guys. Um, wonderful football minds uh, at that time. Um, I, I don't know how they did it, but to put those those guys together each and every year to make the to make our team, that, that it took a special person to do that as well. Because uh, it seemed like every time that somebody left, they brought the same type of guy in behind him that was just emulate the same thing he would do, and and it worked for a very long time. It's still working, you know.
0: Yeah, and it, you got there when uh when Pete Carroll was still the head coach and then, you know, obviously Bill Belichick comes, Tom Brady comes early on. Did you guys as a team realize, "Hey, this has a chance to be something really special," or did that kind of come to your realization later
2: on? Uh well, first off, my my rookie year, we we started off like 6 and 1, 7 and 1. Like, I'm like, dang, hey, this is the NFL? Oh, we're tailoring it up here. We got a real good team, and we, we wind up going 8 and 8 the rest of the, 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 of the season. So, just season how it is. <laughs> <laughs> but we had, we, we had a pretty good nucleus of a team. Um, like you said, uh, Tom came my second year, Bill came my second year. Um, that, that second year, it was kind of a lot because it's a culture shock. Yeah. You go from Pete Carroll. Who is a player's coach? Who he's going to pretty much do anything you ask him as a player, because that's who he is. To Bill Belichick, who's a disciplinarian who wants, who's looking at every little detail to get done, and you know, we're not, we're not accustomed to that. But you can see as that second year started, that third year starts to progress, how the team started coming together. And then with 9 11 happening and having a couple of guys on the team that, You know Was close to the situation That really You know Boosted everything
0: Yeah and uh, You talked about Tom Brady coming in Your second year Didn't start until uh, 2001 Taking over for Drew Bledsoe Uh, What was your uh, You know When he came in As a six round pick Did he he act like A normal six round pick Or was there just Something different about
2: him Of course there was Something different about him Because he wouldn't Be who he was today If there wasn't Something different About him back then (laughs) Yep um, he, he really, like you say, as a six-round draft pick, he really took control of the huddle. Like, he didn't care who was in the huddle, if it was a, a veteran, a 10-year vet, 9-year vet, whatever. He really took control, and that and that really earned the respect of a lot of older players on the football team. Uh, I, and I want
0: to move on to... Uh a little bit of your, your post-playing career because you've gotten involved in coaching uh, with stints at your high school and then obviously LSU. Uh, how enjoyable has that been, especially being able to go back and coach at two places that I'm sure are, are really, really special to you?
2: Ah, uh, Awesome. Uh, never would have thought it in a million years, but to, to pay forward, that's as a football player, that's all you ask for. Um, if you get the opportunity to coach another kid I mean, coach a kid, try to teach him with some of the things you learn. And the great thing is, not a lot of things you can't teach him from on the football field. It's most stuff off the football field that you're going to teach a kid.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, <laughs> la- lastly, before we get you out of here, Kevin, thank you for coming on. But I talked to uh, talked to your old teammate Alan Fanica last month about uh, about some of this. Uh, just the those LSU teams that you guys were on in the '90s, and, and he he agreed kind of set up that program for the success that they've had over the last 20 plus years with you know the three national championships and uh really this run they've been on uh so how you know looking back on that and seeing the success that that you know those teams were able to set up for LSU and then you know being able to be a part of that with that historic team in 2019 how is you know what's that experience been like, and you know how how special was it just to you know see the growth of that program, and then also uh, you know be a part of it back on campus uh, in two thousand nineteen.
2: Just the opportunity to see it happen and in, in developing. Um, I, I see it happen that spring that spring of that year. Um, how we were perform how they were performing in spring practice, and it was nothing as far as a you would see from a old LSU football team. Yeah. Um and going and going into the summer, you're like, okay, I can't wait. You know, to see what this is gonna be like. And when we get there at the camp and we're practicing and camp and everything, it's like, wow, okay, yeah, this still this team that was in spring. So it, it's just a, and, and to have it happen as the, the year went on was like, yeah, that's what we that's what it looked like. But those guys really paid forward throughout the course of that summer to keep up the work and, and put in work and, and just put in the film study to make it happen.
0: That's awesome. Great to hear. Uh, well, Ke- well, Kevin, thank you very much for coming on. We appreciate you sharing your memories of your time at LSU, the Independence Bowl especially, and and all the other memories from your uh, career. And congratulations on being a uh, part of this year's Hall of Fame class. Look forward to seeing you inducted there in December. So thanks for coming on and uh, – hope to talk to you again. What's proud of it? Thank you guys for listening to episode 10 of the Inside the Eyeball podcast. Uh, good talk with Kevin Falk. A uh, lot of fun here with Art. A uh, little bit different than our usual uh, usual show, talking about some favorite eyeball moments. Uh, and then uh, talking about the NCAA video game. We're excited. Uh, Art and I grew up on that, and I'm sure a lot of you did too. So... Uh, Really, uh, really excited about that. But thanks for listening to another episode. Uh, share, subscribe uh, wherever you listen to your podcast Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, really, wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to the Inside the Eyeball podcast. Share on social media, spread the word. Uh, again, good talk with Kevin Falk. Really enjoyed his time uh, talking about the Eyeball, talking about uh, his time with the Patriots and uh, his career uh, going to be inducted in the College Football Hall of Fame here in in December, the class of 2022. Uh, So uh, good to catch up with him and uh, another great guest for the show. So thank you guys once again for listening, and we'll catch you next month.